Welcome to Page to Pod, where we slice into British literature with the cheeky irreverence of a cat batting at fine china. We're here to spill the tea on Britain's literary wonders, and just for the record, none of the voices are British, no matter how hard they might try. On today's maiden voyage through 20th century British literature, we're diving into the roaring 20s and beyond when Virginia Woolf met T.S. Eliot. I'm your host, Lysander Page. What a joy to have you with us as we navigate one of the most invigorating epics of history and its literary gems. The 1920s, often heralded as the Roaring Twenties, was a decade bursting with fervor, innovation, and transformative change. The scars of World War I had left Europe grappling with loss and devastation, yet from these ashes emerged a vibrant zest for life, a passionate embrace of the new, and a bold departure from the old. In Britain, and indeed much of the Western world, this decade saw economic prosperity, the rise of consumer culture, and groundbreaking advancements in technology. The radio, cinema, and automobile didn't just change daily life, they revolutionized it. Women, pivotal during the war, were now redefining their societal roles. The newly acquired right to vote and the audacious flair of the flappers became symbols of their departure from the Victorian past. The buzzword was modern and everything from the Charleston dance to Cubist art danced to its rhythm. Yet beneath this vibrancy, shadows of disillusionment loomed. The war's trauma persisted, casting existential shadows. Literature in this setting mirrored both the era's exuberance and its introspection. Enter our literary giants, Virginia Woolf with her stream of conscious narratives and T.S. Eliot with his fragmented, elusive poetry. Both captured the zeitgeist of their era, albeit in unique styles. Today, we'll journey into the intricate minds of Wolf and Elliot, understanding their responses to the Roaring Twenties and the ripples that followed. They weave a narrative tapestry reflecting a society in transition, balancing the allure and challenges of modernity. So, find a cozy spot, brew some tea, or mix a 1920s cocktail, and join us as we time travel through an era of flappers and philosophers, jazz and jargon, war and wordsmiths. Hold tight as we embark on this literary expedition, exploring the genius of these literary bohemians. And now, let's welcome our esteemed guests, Virginia Woolf, whose novels have redefined narrative, and T.S. Eliot, the poetic maestro behind iconic works like The Wasteland. A warm welcome to you both. Thank you. It's quite an experience to be speaking in such a format. Indeed. The modern world never ceases to surprise and challenge us. Virginia, your esteemed works, notably Mrs. Dalloway and To the Lighthouse, have been heralded for their revolutionary portrayal of the human psyche, particularly through the stream-of-consciousness approach. For those unfamiliar, let's take a moment to reflect on To the Lighthouse. Within the first section, The Window, we're privy to Mrs. Ramsey's rich inner tapestry of thoughts. As she knits, her musing shifts seamlessly. One moment, she's enraptured by the night's beauty and the distant lighthouse. The next, she's grappling with her roles and the inexorable march of time. One passage that brilliantly captures this fluidity reads, And she looked at the steps. They were empty. She looked at the window. It was empty. Everything seemed to be falling gently out of the sky. 
out it boomed. First a warning, musical, then the hour, irrevocable. In this environment, the ticking clock and her deep introspections converge, giving readers an immersive experience of Mrs. Ramsey's world. Virginia, this novel style of yours stands as a beacon in modernist literature. Could you share what inspired you to embrace this unique narrative technique? The world around us is in constant flux, and our minds are no different. Traditional narrative structures felt limiting, unable to capture the intricate dance of thoughts, memories, and emotions. I wanted to mirror the continuous flow of consciousness to present life the way we experience it internally. Virginia, that is a profound insight. The way you describe the need to mirror the continuous ebb and flow truly underscores why your works resonate so deeply with readers. It's the universality of those internal experiences, those intricate dances of thoughts, memories, and emotions that everyone can relate to. And it's fascinating how different mediums, be it prose or poetry, seek to convey these universal feelings and the spirit of the age. On that note, T.S. Eliot, your poetic creations too echo a fragmented, non-linear representation, echoing the essence of modernity. Given the parallels we observe in your work and Virginia's narratives, how do you interpret the alignment between the two, especially within the context of the turbulent post-Great War era? Virginia and I, via working in, in different literary forms, we're both trying to capture the spirit of, of our age. The world post-war was fragmented, disillusioned. Our works reflected that disarray, that, that search for meaning amidst chaos. While Virginia delves into the inner landscapes of her characters, my poetry grapples with the external world's fragmentation. It's intriguing how both you and Virginia respond to the same cultural and social tumults just through a different artistic expression. Your reference to the wasteland as a search for redemption seems to align with Virginia's introspective characters who are always questing to find their place in this world of change. The parallel is quite enlightening. Now, I'd like to delve deeper into the realm of the wasteland, I'd love to expand upon its narrative. Given that the poem, in many ways, not just pushes, but shatters the conventional boundaries of storytelling, what do you believe is the larger implication when these narrative frameworks collapse entirely? It's the shattering of the boundaries of narrative that allows us to confront the fragmented nature of modern existence. It's, it's not about creating a linear tale, but about reflecting the disjointed, often chaotic reality that we inhabit. By doing so, we can delve deeper into the complexities of the human psyche, explore the interplay of tradition and modernity, and perhaps, in that fragmentation, we can find a sibilance of wholeness. T.S., your insights into the disillusion of narrative structure as a mirror to our Fragmented realities is quite thought-provoking. The, the deliberate departure from the linear in favor of embracing this chaotic and disjointed, almost paradoxical, yet it's this very fragmentation that offers a, a, a deeper exploration of human complexity. Virginia, given your equally innovative approach to narrative in your novels, 
What are your thoughts on this idea of shattering boundaries to delve deeper into the human experience? How do you perceive the relationship between narrative form and the representation of reality? When the boundaries of the narrative are shattered, literature becomes a mirror to the human soul. It's no longer just about recounting events. It's about capturing ebb and flow of consciousness, the interwining of past memories and present moments, the silent dialogues we have with ourselves. By breaking free from traditional structures, we can paint a more authentic, multi-dimensional portrait of the human experience. Virginia, your insights truly highlight the transformative power of literature when it moves from beyond just storytelling to become an intricate tapestry of human thoughts and emotions. The way you've described it resonates so strongly in your works, such as in Orlando, we witness a character's journey across centuries, genders, and a myriad of experiences, challenging traditional narrative boundaries and beautifully illustrating the fluidity of consciousness you speak of. Turning to T.S. Eliot, the Wasteland remains one of the most analyzed poems of the 20th century. Its complexity and depth offers readers a rich tapestry of images and references bridging the chasm between the classical and the contemporary. In light of what you've just shared and considering the specific sections of the poem, like the burial of the dead and a game of chess, how do you see the poem resonating with readers differently over time? How does a poem like The Wasteland deeply rooted in its own time, continue to find relevance in successive generations. The Wasteland was born out of personal and collective sense of disillusionment. The world, after the Great War, was fragmented, both in its landscapes and its spirit. The poem attempts to weave together the, the ancient and the contemporary to show that our struggles, though manifested differently are timeless. By juxtaposing myth with the modern, I want to capture the dissonance of the era, its, its search for meaning amidst ruins. And it does so brilliantly. While my narratives delve more into the internal, the wasteland paints a vast, sprawling canvas of the external world. Yet both aim to capture the essence of a world in flux. Both of your descriptions of the wasteland paint a vivid picture of both the timelessness of human struggles and the specificity of post-war disillusionment. It's fascinating how the poem, being in its own time, also becomes a mosaic of reference and emotion that will speak to generations to come. Virginia. Your works like Mrs. Dalloway and To the Lighthouse are emblematic of this introspection and societal shifts you've mentioned. Clarissa Dalloway's internal musings and the Ramsey family dynamics are rich tapestries of the internal and external worlds colliding. Given this, how do you perceive the relationship between societal changes and personal introspection in modernist literature? And to expand on the original question, in addition to the exploration of women's inner lives, how do you see the broader exploration of identity and self in the context of this rapidly evolving society? Modernism wasn't just about experimenting with form, but also with content. 
the changing role of women, the questioning of societal norms, and the exploration of the interself were all central to our era. My characters and their introspection reflect the broader societal shifts. Navigating through the labyrinth path of the 20th century, we come face to face with transformative tides of change. The surge of feminism, the haunting remnants of war, and the relentless machinery of industrialization. Virginia, in Mrs. Dalloway and Orlando, you've illuminated the nuanced tapestry of women's internal landscapes, especially during this period of so much societal flux. How did these monumental shifts in society shape your portrayal of the modern woman and their place in this evolving world? The 20th century was a period of profound change, especially for women. My writing often reflected the inner lives of women, their newfound freedoms and the societal expectations that they grapple with. The war, while devastating, also brought about a shift in gender roles, changing long-held beliefs. As the industrialization, it brought progress, but also alienation. The characters often navigate these dualities, seeking identity and meaning in a rapidly changing world. T.S., your poetry resonates deeply with these sentiments. The wasteland, with its vivid imagery and myriad references, appears to be a poignant reflection on this very dichotomy of the past and present, the sacred and the secular. Would you say this clash of paradigms is emblematic of the broader societal transitions of the time? Yes, war and industrialization in many ways reshaped our worldviews. The old certainties were crumbling, replaced by new paradigms. My poetry especially, like The Wasteland, reflects this transition. It's the clash of the old with the new, the, the sacred with the profane. It's, it's a reflection of the world, both lost and reborn. As we draw the curtains on this enlightening journey through the Roaring Twenties and the literary tapestries woven by Virginia Woolf and T.S. Eliot, it's clear the 20th century was a period of profound transformation. From the introspective corridors of Woolf's narrative to the vast, fragmented landscapes of Eliot's poetry, we've delved deep into the heart of an era marked by hope, despair, and relentless change. Virginia, T.S., I can't thank you both enough for sharing your insights and guiding us through the literary landscapes you've so masterfully crafted. It's been a pleasure to discuss and reflect upon the intricacies of our time. Literature, in all its forms, is a testament of human spirit, resilience, and its internal quest for meaning. Indeed, and conversations like these remind us of the timeless nature of art how it transcends eras and continues to resonate with generations. Another heartfelt thank you to our esteemed guests, Virginia Woolf and T.S. Eliot, for their enriching perspectives, and to you, our dedicated listeners, for accompanying us on this literary voyage. It's your endless curiosity and passion for storytelling that brings life to Page to Pod. Before we sign off, here's a glimpse of what awaits you in the next episode. Come with us as we delve into the works of George Orwell and Aldous Huxley, from the dystopian landscapes of 1984 and Brave New World to their incisive commentaries on society and the nature of power. Prepare for a thought-provoking journey that resonates eerily with our own time. Oh, 
And for those who cherish some behind-the-scenes charm, don't forget to check out our script slip-ups reel for lighthearted moments and unexpected chuckles from our recordings. They're a delightful detour of our journey. Until then, keep reading, keep exploring, and remember, every page has a story waiting to be told. See you next time. Thank you.